All right, so now we're recording. Awesome. All right, so, well, my very first observation was that um, you have a lot of your planets above this horizon. So this really dark line here, you have a lot of planets above there. And that would lead me to believe that you are um, someone who doesn't mind taking center stage. Yeah, true. Yeah. True. <laughs> I don't know how does work. You looked at that one. It's not that you can't work behind the scenes, but you are very much comfortable um, in front of everyone. Um, which, again, doesn't surprise me. Your ascendant or your rising sign is in Aries. And your son is an Aries. So you kind of got that whole taking charge, lots of passion. And this is something I saw that was really interesting. Because that Aries likes to say what it feels. Right? Um, do you sometimes find that you don't have much of a filter? Um, well, actually, um, I've spent a big big part of my life not saying what I wanted to say. Mm, okay. Yeah. And it's only probably the last um, probably five, six, seven years that, mm -hmm. you know, um, with the aid of Cherie and my Cherie. son, just say what you think, you know. What are you thinking? Just say it. Yeah. So I, I kind of like being a bit the opposite. But um, but, okay. but na lately I'm I'm okay to... Um, you know, say things. I'm getting more comfortable, put it that way, to well, say I wanna, things. I want to ask, like, really specifically yeah. in relationships, did you find it difficult? Or if you said, like, um, how do I want to put this? Like, you said, like, and, you know, like, you gave a generalization or you said, well, in theory, or you didn't really, like, always back things with facts that you're kind of like that you get into arguments no i dodge anything to dodge an argument i would just agree <laughs> yeah I, I, you know and i don't know whether that was my well my upbringing was you know my father said you never win an argument so we weren't encouraged to argue or anything like that we were very discouraged to do it so i don't know but oh, that's interesting yeah yeah oh, okay yeah. Very scared. So you never really yeah. argued, but you had a lot. I guess what I'm seeing is so much air in your chart. So I'm thinking you had a lot of thoughts that you would okay. test, but yes. maybe not. So tell me, tell me about that. So what was that? A, a lot of thoughts? You have a lot of thoughts. Like there's always thoughts yeah. around your head. And so I was like, were you able to express this? Because that's right. You're kind of this whole yeah. era were like you know yeah uh no i had a lot of thoughts but no i was i wasn't comfortable um expressing them i would go along with um um the mob so to speak you know i just wouldn't yeah yeah i was very um my sister used to express a lot and kind of she used mm -hmm. to get told off for it and i don't know whether i thought well better not yeah. yeah, that would make sense because, you yeah. know, that's how we kind of get taught at an early age to yeah. how to go along to get along. Yeah. So that we, <laughs> so we can survive what's going on. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, what, I, what I'm seeing is 
Right. Yeah, because over there in Libra, it would just mean that you had a lot of thoughts. And typically, people may believe you, but how do I want to put this? Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking about this a second. Hold okay. On. Yeah, no problem. Okay. So over there in, in Libra, that this is where it just, it was just really interesting to me. So did yes. you find that you're mediating a lot? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah. A lot, um, of, a lot of mediating. Yeah. So that's just like one of the things that you're just going to be mediating a whole lot. And yeah. um, that that's over there, the... Um, So you you could see the the different sides coming together. Um, yeah. How how deep did you go in the mediation with people? With people, um, I guess uh, I guess people used to come to me um, because they were. Um, I didn't know then then way back then, but they were depressed or they were sad or unhappy. Uh -huh. So, so I used to, um, uh, have, I used to, first of all, you know, um, make them feel comfortable and that whatever was going on was, was, um, it, you can change it, you know, you can, can fix it and, um, just look up, look, um, and, and I just, just probably just touched, um, I'm trying to think what I used to do, um. I just used to probably, I had quite a lot of people call me for help and, and um, through my lifetime. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess I used to ins uh, assist them, be who they were and to perhaps um, love themselves a bit more and that be kinder to themselves a bit more. And, and I, and I, I never uh, judged them. I never judged what they were saying. I would just encourage them to, um, well, one of the people, a few actually used to say, well, they, they loved coming to me because I never judged them and they felt free to be able to say many things to me. They felt safe. Yeah. Felt so safe. I don't know whether that's a mediation or. <laughs> right now it's, Okay, so what's going on here is like you, yeah. in your seventh house, you have Libra. Yeah. And it yeah. just gives this really wonderful way to mediate between situations. But exactly what you described, just non-judgmental. Yeah. Felt like they can completely open up. And that's yeah. this Neptune in Libra, that, that feeling, that vibe of just, I can be free around this person and they can yeah. Yeah. Um, across to the other side. So, yeah, that totally makes sense there. Um, yeah, cool. so it's really interesting having that. Uh, I don't know why I went there first. Yeah, I suppose it was probably um, my upbringing, you know, and, and mm -hmm. my observing of, of behaviour um, and what, and being the youngest in the family, um, I could see 
what went on when someone did this or that. And so I'd make a decision, I suppose, that I didn't want to get into trouble or be unpopular <laughs> by speaking up. Yeah? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. There's... Yeah. Um, well, we're going to get into that, but there's there's a little bit of wounding around not being able to be fully expressed down here in Gemini, um, because that's where we communicate. Yes. Yeah. Um, so uh, we'll get into that in a moment. I'm going to go ahead and try to stay somewhat on track. <laughs> that's okay. All right. That's okay. Gross. <laughs> I didn't think you were off track. Thank you, Dad. I didn't think at all. Let's talk about your purpose, which is your sun, your moon, your um, Mercury, and your rising. So we already know your Mercury and rise. I mean, your sun and your rising are in the same place, right? It's yeah. in Pisces. Your Mercury is over here in Pisces, okay, in the twelfth house. Moon is down here in the third house of Gemini, which I kind of spoke to about for about two seconds. Yeah, cool. Oh. Um, so when you think about your purpose, it's kind of the mixture of all these things together, all these different placements. And it was interesting that you talked about how people would come to you because they knew that you would not judge, but kind of help them see the, the brighter side of life, right? So some of that has to do with that beautiful ability to communicate um, that's coming from um, your moon being in Gemini. Gemini's an excellent community. Actually, Gemini's a natural salesperson, let's just be honest. Wow, yeah. And that's oh, lovely okay. to have Gemini in your third house with that communication. But wow. also, um, just, and as, <laughs> well, we won't declare it, but that's where that kind of moon energy is coming in. And then as we move into your Mercury, which is also something about communication. But what's coming in here is that Pisces, that you're going that deep with people, that you're getting to them on a soul level. Because Pisces, uh, some people consider it the end of the zodiac because it starts at Aries, ends with Pisces. Yeah. To me, Pisces is really that in-between world, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. for me, Aquarius ends at Pisces is like life review. It's, okay almost disconnected from this reality um and if you kind of get with some piscean people who are really working through their stuff they always see things or even if they're not this yes. I, I have a pisces in my house so i've noticed this thing where uh that person's always like oh this is all gonna end soon and that'll be good and it just seems very nihilistic yes it's that they're just kind of like i'm tired of dealing with all of this stuff yeah. i want to get yeah. to the next place that's more spiritual more um where i don't have to get deal with the difficulties yes <laughs> it's interesting to have mercury sitting there because that means that part of what it is too is that desire not to deal with all this craziness yes it get back to the soul level yeah and yeah that's that's like the the big thing in seeing it's like you have this way where you can really make people feel comfortable and really talk to them good communication dealing with them deep on the soul level and then a lot of stuff comes up when you do that 
as you probably already know. Actually, yeah. <laughs> around identity, right? Who am I? Why am I here? Um, being able to speak up for myself, um, so empowerment, sovereignty, those kinds of things. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing here as a purpose. Okay. So yeah. let's know how that's landing with you. Yeah, well, um, I guess really well because it's almost like um, I just have this um, desire to just speak the truth about things and, and only speak about the truth, uh -huh. the truth of every situation and what is the truth of, of a situation, you know, like if someone perhaps says um, uh something that, that that I know is is not the truth, the absolute truth, then I have this real desire to to um especially with my grandchildren, you know, like like, well, the truth is this. This is the truth about the situation. And that's all you need to know, just the truth, because the truth is the truth, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So I have a I have a great um desire to just see the truth of, of everything, I guess. Yeah, the real truth and, and not the, real the truth. Yeah. yeah, the real truth and not the, um, you know, the fabrication and, and all those types of things that, that um, come up, you know, with human beings and, you know, probably have with me in the past as well. But, I, but for me, it's a strong desire to speak, speak the truth. Yeah. And, and in doing that, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, initially I was quite nervous about doing it um, because I've been a, a wanted to fit in with people all the time um, and agree and so on. Um, uh, so initially when I started just speaking the truth, you know, um, about things, I felt really shaky about it but as I the more I do it the more comfortable I feel because I feel like it's just the truth is the truth and the real truth and there's nowhere else to go but that is there for me anyway yeah and it's good because there's the the this is a little different than what we're talking about but the, the, the interesting thing about your 12th house right yes. where um Mercury is, it's in Pisces, yeah. along with Mars, the 12th house is, it's, it's a dual purpose. It, so it's where you have the most lessons to learn. Yeah. The 12th house. Yeah. And the, as you learn those lessons, as you deal with kind of like that karma, um, that's also who you're called to serve that kind of archetype, that Piscean archetype. Right? And in this case, you have a lot of going there, like I said, with the um, communication and, and with the, the fire. So this is a water sign and you've got your Mars there. So it's very much a passion for you for, like you said, the truth. Because with like we're going to get over here with um, Scorpio in a minute. Scorpio really loves the truth. Pisces. Like, how could you not see the truth? Yeah. Well, Scorpio's searching for it. Pisces is like, it's all around. And it's really annoying that you can't see it. 
get it. What? <laughs> yeah. But more enlightened Pisces is kind of like, well, it's everywhere. More enlightened or unevolved or however you want to put it, where they just haven't gotten back yet, will be like, I can't handle all this stuff going on around me, all this basically information, truth coming in, and they'll numb out. Okay. Yeah. They find a way to numb out. Okay. A more enlightened, where they're able to handle it. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. Like, what's your problem? Yeah. Um, and so I see that passion there with Mars sitting there saying, you know, okay. the fire That's correct. So, um, those are the people that you're called to serve that really want to understand their own truth. Very nice. Right? And they see you as someone looking down here. And by the way, your 12th house also has a little bit of Aries, which means you've just got extra passion about it. That's all. Yeah. (laughs) And it helps, and it also, you know, tends to, they look at you, which is first house, that's how people, yes. see, which is easy for you because they see you as Aries and you are Aries. Yes. Um, but what they're seeing there is someone who can help them see themselves. Yeah. Because mm. it, it's, having truth come in doesn't mean that you can see yourself, you just see all these truths. Right, yeah, Barting yeah. Um, but seeing how you connect in with all of it, I think it's, it's the real trick. So, and they see you as someone who could help them with that, yeah. right? Nice. So, you have a little splash of Taurus in your heart, oh, too. Cool, I like the splash of Taurus, yeah, nice. <laughs> Bit of variety. Yeah. I mean, it gives you a little bit of tenacity, of course, because uh, Air Force is an earth sign. They like to be very grounded. Yeah. They like to get things done. Sure. So it gives a little bit of grounding to all this passion. Okay. Yeah, nice. You're pulling in a lot of passion in these soon. This gives it just a smidge of grounding. Uh-huh. Um, so... That's, that's kind of like when people are like, well, what's my purpose? What am I here to do? Who am I here to serve? I want it to, because of that Pisces aspect, I really wanted to, to jump on the who am I here to serve part and how do they see you? Um, I want to also talk about your soul's work. Your soul's work is in your rising, which we know. It's in your Chiron. Here we are. In Scorpio, very interesting. We're gonna have a lot to say there. Just Scorpio, yeah. period for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> in, your, in your North Node, which is just very, very. I was like looking at this so hard. Very early in the second house, but definitely in Gemini. Yeah. So um, when we're when we're looking at those together, like. Yeah. What is your the highest thing that you're called to do? What is your mountain that you're here to summit in this lifetime, right? If you look at it that way. So, again, you've got a lot of um, passion behind whatever you decide to do, whatever the soul's work is because of your rising. Your Chiron 
over there in Scorpio. That's right. I keep looking over here because that's where my other screen is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, so your Chiron's over here in Scorpio, which is very, um, I don't want to say this. The beautiful thing about Scorpio, like I said earlier, yes. Scorpio lo loves the truth. Scorpio is a champion of the truth and they will research it to death. Yeah. Right? They want to know every aspect of the truth. So there's yeah. a research component. But Scorpio also is very mystical. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, very psychic. And so you, you've got both of that in, and then you mix in a little bit of sexuality in there too, right? You've got all of that going. Yeah. In Scorpio, the reason we're looking at Chiron here, yeah, Chiron is your wounded healer. So it's where you have, have a wound that you've had during this lifetime, right? Yeah. And whereas you've tried to heal it in yourself, you definitely have the tools to help others heal it as well. Yeah. yeah. Like even more so, even if it's not completely healed in yourself. Um, yeah. so that's kind of what Chiron represents and it's in Scorpio. So there's something in that Scorpio aspect. Um, it might be, I don't know. I keep coming back to the research is what keeps popping in my mind. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Might be that obsession with diving deep in the research yeah. and not surfacing back up. Mm. Does, how does that land with you? Yeah, that lands really well. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, very well, because <laughs> I, I do, I can, you know, in those situations, dive in really deep, but then I just don't want to come, come up and do anything. Yeah. It. You know, I can, I can research, I can do this, I can get everything set up. This is for myself, you know, mm -hmm. not if I'm working for someone else, I'll just go and do it all. But for myself personally, I'll get a business card and, you know, I'll get all this thing and research and write a book and but then yeah so I can really relate to I just don't want to come back up yeah that's a part of, it's just like that felt like that was the wounding just not being able to come yeah. back up true yeah coming back up with that that light and shining it out but then on the flip side with all that passion I know you you help other people shine right mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, you, uh, you look at them going because you're okay. So let's go over here to the true. <clears throat> Your true north node is in Gemini. So again, Gemini likes to know a lot of facts, which is good because you, as Scorpio, love to research, right? Your Scorpio research. <laughs> Your Gemini loves facts, and yeah. their big thing is they like to share those facts. Yeah, right. They're they're a top. Like I said, they're the natural salesperson and they kind of use those facts and figures as part of that process to really understand how those things help people. I yeah. don't know that that feels very comfortable for you. So you tell me. Yeah. Um, if it doesn't, it's okay. Cause it's yeah. Yeah. I'm just growth edge. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it. Um, well, well, I, I guess, no, it's actually, it's, it's, um, 
I feel quite comfortable with it because, you know, that's what I've done a lot. I've done a lot of research and, mm-hmm. and then people have come to me and asked me, say, for example, I did um, basic understanding of fibre and fabric. Um, I did a lot of research and so people come to me about finishes on garments, on fabric and, you know, uh, and stuff like that. So I, that research, yeah, I could give them all those that research, that fact, so that was good. And I used to have people when I was running different businesses come and ask me if they made a mistake with some fabric, you know. I could teach them that, yeah, well, you know, that's only a surface print or so on, you know, different different finishes on fabric, yeah. And how and you can, yeah. How does this relate now to... Yeah. The research, now part of it was just personal journey, but research you did and presented in your book. Okay. Um, research I did in my book. Oh, very different to fabric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I guess the, the research I did in my book was really um, not a great lot of research. It was mostly just coming from my life experiences right personal journey yeah and and my observations um about um uh, especially perhaps my observations about how precious our life was um and and what we were doing what what are we doing with it you know and my observation about how precious your, your body is really you know your physical body as opposed to your car you know, the material um, vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was always, I always did um, a lot of um, research into not huge amounts, but I just kind of instinctively knew that, you know, um, different types of food would, would definitely um, heighten the energy and different types would definitely, um, you know, um, wouldn't heighten it at all, you know. So I, I kind of just went along with all those things that I just sort of picked up from observations, I guess, from um, the way I chose to live and the way others were living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my research was probably observation. Yeah, I mean, you researched your yeah. own life. As a, yeah. And you poured yeah. it into the book. And that yeah. kind of, you're at the point in life where you probably reached that summit. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Like maybe towards the beginning of your life, that did not feel comfortable. Yeah. And then as life went on, like you said, you're able to deal it with fabrics and, yeah. and the whole garment industry. And then you were able to bring yourself in and do it through your book. Yes. Yeah. Right. So that is your true north note. That was your growth edge to be able to pull that together and share that yeah. information. Um, yeah. <clears throat> what might feel a little bit more natural to you yeah. <laughs> right because you now this feels natural which is what it's supposed to happen as you go through life that you hit some of the mountain that feels more natural and now you can dive back into what you came into this life with which would be a lot of sagittarius energy okay yeah and the sagittarius energy that's your south net but energy is really about, um, well, it, that is what helped you because you could teach 
you are a natural teacher. Yeah. And so, but you, okay. you, I mean, you did this exactly the right way. Um, you took that teaching energy and you pulled it into your North node. It's like a little relay race. It's like, well, there's yeah. things I've got to deal with over here in Gemini I'm not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Then you took what you knew to do, what comes very naturally to you, which is yeah. teaching. And you use that to summit the mountain and to help you with the things in Gemini that felt uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Like you did that. Congratulations. <laughs> right? Yes, I mean, yes. I have been so blessed to read a couple of people lately, you being one of two. Yeah. Really gone through and hit that north node. You really have hit the summit of that mountain. And now mm-hmm. play with the two uh, to make their lives better and better and better. So, yeah, yeah most people have not done. Oh no, I'm very excited about that. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, I'll put the flag, flag, I'll put the flag up there. The mountain. <laughs> yes, I mean, you need to be happy about that. Um, oh, I am. Yeah. I wanted to bring up two other things, but before I do, I want to know what other questions you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't have any, actually. Okay, well. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing fine. I'm, I'm getting a lot of information. I'm doing fine. It's great. <laughs> There's two other things I want to bring up that I think yes. serve you right now. Okay. Um, there's like a bazillion other things I'm like looking, but what about this? What about that? But I think yeah. you are going to, or will serve you. Yeah. We talked about, um, and I think you've just, again, I think you've already started this process and you're well on your way. Yeah. This might just be confirmation. Yeah. You have your own way of thinking about things, right? Your own way of communicating. But that yeah. communication, as we talked about, was kind of a bit stifled. That's that where your moon is being in Gemini in your third house. That means communication. Um, maybe stifled or um, hindered at some, de- or at some degree. But it's more of a what they call ancestral wound. Okay. Yeah. Over time you've been told, be quiet, be quiet. Yeah. 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 Ancestral. It's ancestral. It was passed down generation after generation. And it was because they didn't know any better. Like this is, you know, they're just doing what they were taught. And Mm -hmm. your daughter, you decide to teach something different. Right. Yeah. that cycle right yeah. that's what it is it's about breaking those cycles okay yeah and yeah. healing those ancestral wounds mm. it is i think so beautiful sitting over here also in uh, the third house okay. it, yes this is where you get to do your own spin on things so mm. i'm feeling it's like i'm thinking i should attend a lecture that she's giving or something i just <laughs> feeling the way yeah. that you lecture, the way that you present, the way that uh, you communicate things is so, like your own secret special sauce, like the something yeah. that you you do with your own unique flair. Nice. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that is what that is about. It's like you have a flair, and if you aren't letting it come through, let it come through because that's okay. what 
differentiate you from everyone is yeah. Neptune energy here. That was great. Um, yeah. And then the other thing I thought might be helpful is your tip. So right now, um, this one is in um, my brain. <laughs> Capricorn. <laughs> okay, so it's in Capricorn. And Capricorns okay. are empire builders. This is interesting. Uh, it came out in your daughter's chart. But here it comes at in the place of like brand mm -hmm. um, and how you make your mark in the world in general. But in our case, branding, mm -hmm. that's where it's coming up, that empire building. What is interesting is you've got a, a, a couple of interesting little bodies in there. So you've got your Black Moon Lilith. I always like to talk to about Black Moon Lilith with entrepreneurs mm -hmm. who seems to come up. Yeah. <laughs> One way or another, and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad, but it seems to always come up. So you're okay. still at this thing there also. And then remember, this is, you're starting to build brand. So one of the things that it says is for your Black Moon Lilith, especially in Capricorn, it's operating from fear. Oh. Be very conscientious about operating from fear. Um, we're light to that <laughs> and, and it's something that you could overcome by facing you know those shadows and yeah. bring that out um, so you can understand a more fulfilling place to operate from but I Definitely. think you look at that in your brand that there might be a um, be bold okay hold yeah. on. be bold just always think and you I think you automatically think this way but when it comes to business yeah there might be a little bit of that's where the fear is coming in so be bold always operating from a space and place of love no okay that's that and i think better. that's your normal operating place but yeah it over here too this is my business this is my brand and it's like can place of love goes somewhere yonder yeah. <laughs> it's fl it flies out the window somewhere <laughs> what what was that? <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh my god. So if you can remember, yeah. Sometimes when fear takes over, it's hard to remember what we know is yeah. true. Yeah. Rules are those kinds of things. So Yeah, yeah. That's but that especially with your business, that's your yeah. Lilith. That yeah. that's doing that triggering. I always like to think of the Black Moon Lilith as um, yeah. the part that we suppress. <laughs> but in your case. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my case. Triggering things. So, and I think it's a lot about handling the fear. So you're suppressing, you're trying to suppress fear in other places and it pops up here. Yeah. Um, and so if you handle it and you face it, of course, it sees the light of day and it's not the same right yeah true yeah. the person invading our bedroom at night when we flip on the light it was a coat on a hanger you know on us yeah true right so yeah. um we could we can bring it out of the shadows um but the other thing i thought was really cool also yeah. I was going to hire this is where your parts fortune are so it's like 
what makes you the happiest? And so I thought that was interesting because I, I don't know, I never realized one in Capricorn maybe. Um, and it's all about self-mastery. Yes. Um, purpose. Um, responsibility. Getting, you know, like really what's going to make you the happiest is nailing your ambitions right mm. so you already it probably made you i think you even said this when we talked before when you wrote that book when you were done yeah that feeling that elation right yes. <laughs> and so it's it's that and having more of those experiences because that isn't very structured and capricorn's kind of like the dad in the in the yeah yeah right and so yeah. it is about having that um, structure and having that support around you so you can flow and with yeah. that bad energy there so you can really it gets even heightened when there's success. And so you're Excellent. Yeah. the big success upon success so once you yeah. handle that fear. No. Again, by handling the fear, just come from a space and place of love. Just remember that all the time. and that will handle that um until you can get down and i don't know that shadow work is ever complete no probably not right so there's always going to be the shadow work to do yeah but remembering space and place of love and the fear can be handled in love yes beautiful yeah i like that that's a real gem that that you know that it's a real gem that you know the space and place of love Mm -hmm. yeah all right hold on just a moment yeah